Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts, Stephen and Kyle. And we took a break last week to spend the holidays with our families, and we appreciate you guys being patient with us. We hope you all had a excellent holiday break. Got all them toys. Yeah, that's dope. Um, today we are coming in hot with part three to the Stardust Ranch deep dive, dive, deep dive. I Hell yeah. Say it. Um, if you haven't listened to part one or part two, please go back and do that. I'm sure Kyle will recap a little bit before we get in yeah. to the goodness. But before we get down that road, we got to get through the business. So check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. I did create a TikTok. I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. So Sounds about right. Go and watch me make a fool of myself trying to promote a podcast. So it's That's kind of what we do. Just search up Hollis Guy Podcast and... We'll be around. Come hang out with us, share memes, tell all your friends about us, share the podcast, and just talk creepy shit, share your creepy encounters and stuff. If you do have a creepy encounter, paranormal experience that you'd like to share, Kyle's going to tell you how to do it. You just send it on over. That's what you do. Uh, You can record it with your voice memo app on your smartphones. You can type it out, record a video. Just literally any way you want to do it. Then you shoot it over to us at the podcast email, which is going to be hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. We'll get it, do our thing to it, and talk about it. Hell yeah. We also have a Patreon if you guys would like to sign up and come and support the podcast that way. You can do that. Hollow Sky Podcast or Hollow Sky, I don't know. Just search it. You'll find it. It's around there somewhere. Um, we put up extra content there, not as much as we should, but we're going to work on that this year. It's our New Year's resolution. We also have a uh, Venmo. If you'd like to buy us a monster, yeah. you can pop on over there and buy us a monster. So that's dope. Uh, speaking of our Patreon, we want to shout out Viper Bubbles. They are our latest uh, Patreon contributor. Thank you for signing up and supporting the show. We greatly appreciate it. Very much. Um. The the best way to support the show, though, is to hop over to your podcatcher, whatever you use to listen to your podcast, and leave us a five-star rating and review. That helps push us through um, all of the sea of podcasts and help puts eyes on us a little bit better than normal. Uh, today's five-star rating and review comes from AFLLC. They say, five stars, great podcast, love the content and the stories. Well... AFLLC. We love that you love the podcast and the stories. So thanks for taking the time to go over there and leave us that little bit of goodness. Where else are we at, Kyle? Oh, yeah. Most important part of the show. No. Our listener submission. Yeah. Hell yeah. If you guys have something weird that you'd like to share with us, please do. Today's listener submission comes from our friend Kenneth. He says, hey guys, firstly, I just want to tell you that I enjoy your podcast immensely. I've listened to most of the back catalog and look forward to every new episode. I've had my fair share of paranormal experiences. However, one in particular routinely gives me the creeps. So much so that I'm emailing the account instead of doing a voice memo. It seems that whenever I talk about it out loud, strangeness always picks up. A few years ago, I moved into a house with some friends. Just some guys trying to make life a little easier with less bills. A couple guys had already been living in the house for about a year before I moved in. They told me that a Ouija board had been used in the house before I moved in. 
I'm not sure if that has any connection, but I think it should be noted. Well, having had experiences in the past with the supernatural, I called a friend to come over and cleanse the house. All was good for a time. One night I woke up, I didn't recall the exact time. <clears throat> I'd been, or I'd have to guess between 1 and 3 a.m. It wasn't the typical groggy wake up and going back to sleep. I felt as if I was startled awake, alert and aware of being watched. Looking around, I quickly focused towards something at the foot of my bed. In front of my dresser stood a small, dark-haired boy. His skin was pale, and he was looking toward the window of the room. Thinking that it was most likely a hoodie I'd hung up on the cabinet doors of my dresser, and knowing that your mind can and will deceive you, I reacted as usual, using a trick my mom had always said to do. I slowly made my way toward him, and once I got a few feet away, I blew lightly in his direction. He quickly turned to face me, looking directly at me, his eyes dark. Well, I jumped back immediately, reacting by getting under my blankets and pulling them over my head. Typically not something a 30-year-old resorts to. Laying there, I mentally tried to assure myself that it was nothing, just my mind deceiving me. Even as I felt small hands pressing against the blankets, as a curious child would do. I thought, this isn't real. Not knowing the exact times... Believe that this continued for at least 15 minutes, perhaps longer. Note, I wasn't laughing at the story. Kyle just looked at me and gave me the finger because that was so damn creepy. Terrifying. Back to the story. Eventually, the situation ended. However, I stayed buried underneath my blankets. Eventually, fell back asleep. I woke up later in the morning. Sun coming through the windows. I saw no hoodie hanging. I saw nothing that would have possibly been interpreted as a human figure. And I knew without a doubt that something had been in my room and that precautions were needed. I called the same friend that had cleansed the house and decided a witch's glass would be best. Later that day, I had a hand-blown witch's glass hanging in my room. I have moved a couple of times since and always make sure that the glass is safe and immediately hang, hang it in my new residence. <clears throat> Small events still happen from time to time, but I have not had any more experiences with the boy. Sincerely, Kenneth. Nope. <laughs> That's... Fuck that. That's terrifying. And to go back here just a hair, uh, what kind of shitty advice was that? If you think you see a ghost, stalk them ever so slowly and then blow in its ear to see if it reacts to you. And then in this case, it, it totally fucking did. That's so crazy. Which, oh, I like I, I can envision myself being there. And then you're thinking you're all coy and sneaky. You're like, yeah, like watch it's this. not real. It's not real. And then it turns and looks at you, and you're like, yeah, it's 100 percent real. And then on top of that, you're covered up, and all of a sudden you just feel little hands. Oh, fuck push. No. no, no, no. I would just punch. Oh, I would dude, punch and if, a kid ghost in the face. If we've learned anything at this point, you fucked up, dude, by not having a ball bat by your bed. If you would have got up swinging that ball bat. You would have made contact. funny story. Whenever we, me and my youngest boy went on the Boy Scout camp, the one where I heard the wood knocks late at night, same night, I was woken up a little bit earlier than when I heard the wood knocks. It's probably one o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. to something rooting around our tent. We had some nutter butters opened up and they were sitting against the side of the tent and something was, it was a snout and it was pushing in toward, I don't know if it was a raccoon, if it was a coyote, but I heard it. And it's pushing in, trying to get the candy, and all I do is go, punch it right in the fucking face through the tent, and I hear it whimper and scamper off. I didn't mean, like, I wasn't trying to hurt it or anything, but it was just my first reaction. Like, you can see the muzzle. I'm like, hell no. Smack. You ain't getting my nutter butters. <laughs> but back to the story, 
I would definitely be looking into the history of the house. See, oh, yeah. See if there was any kind of accidents or something involving a child that may have uh, the spirit of this kid Whoa. locked into you know, the location. It's obviously an evil child. It had black eyes. Well, I mean, it makes me wonder what kind of paranormal shit was going on if they'd already had a Ouija board there. You know, Yeah, like, not good stuff. They're curious about shit that went on. I'd not ask your stuff. roommates if any other weird shit had went on. Cause, well, I'm sure there was. I don't know if you mentioned it in here or not. Not necessarily to the house, but I would definitely look into that. I have to look into this witching glass you speak of. Yeah, I don't know what a witching glass is either. I was going to no. Google it, but I haven't yet. Um, if anybody knows what a witching glass is and would like to uh, share it with us, please do so. Yeah, keep us safe. And I oh know I don't like to go this route, but as we've talked about before, sometimes demonic entities like to kind of cloak themselves as children. Yeah. Him having the black eyes and all. I would have freaked that out. Direction. It is, I mean, it doesn't... <laughs> Seem nefarious just from his encounter. It turned and looked it at him with black curious. eyes. Yeah, no, but it was, was a dick, and it's not friendly. Maybe it just had black eyes. It couldn't help it. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's you're right. I mean, you're it right. just it just touched the blanket. It didn't like elbow drop him. Maybe it was figuring out a way to get in get inside it. Inside the blanket, like just by lifting the blanket. No, <laughs> no, it's evil. That's true. Kenneth, it's evil. Don't fuck with it. It's got black eyes. And I'd if, be... If you, I'd have be, you ever met anyone with black eyes that wasn't scary? There is a filter on TikTok with black eyes that I use. See, and it's scary. But I would be asking your uh, ex-roommates if anything else went on that house and what coaxed them to use a Ouija board. I think you hit the nail on the head not saying that it's directly correlated, but... It's something to note. Could be something. Also something to note, TikTok is Chinese spyware, so everybody be warned. Yeah. Kyle said that I'm now being spied on. Literally TikTok, literally the Chinese first thing. TikTok government. He's like, I created a TikTok, and I'm like, Chinese spyware. So now I'm living in China. Sick. Not really. But anyway, thanks, Kenneth. Sick. We're kind of trailing off. It's our first time back together in a while. Yeah, it's like doing that for the first time all over again. Yeah. Thanks, Kenneth, for submitting your story. I definitely just go about, check the history of the house, and see what the hell's going on. Yeah, and what a way to jump back into it with that story. That that gave me goosebumps. When he said, open up the black eyes, I was like, Kyle just looked at the email (laughs) and gave me the middle finger. Yeah, that was terrifying, man. I didn't didn't even know how I'd act. I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah, hid. I would have ran. I would have ran out. In, in all fairness, no. whenever he he's like, I took, I did what my mom told me to do or whatever. Like the, literally, the first thing that came to my mind is like, this motherfucker went back to sleep. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like count to ten and then, close your eyes, count to ten, open them, see if they're still there or some shit. No, yep. walk up on this motherfucker, yeah. just roll right up. <laughs> but yes, thanks, Kenneth, for submitting uh, your experience. Appreciate it. I'd definitely dig into the history and let us know if anybody, any of your ex-roommates had anything else happen, if they've seen the boy, if they had any kind of weird shit go on. It's just nice to have a correlation between accounts at the location. Now, we're going to roll back out west to the saga of Stardust Ranch. Woo! If you want to recap a little bit, everybody go and listen to the first episode one, episode two, the last one yeah. we released. Check them out. Um, there's a lot of weird shit going on for sure. I mean, you know, it all started like we were in episode one. He's, 
He moves out there, has problems moving in, finds all of his shit in the pool, meets the the crazy guy with the machete who's here to kill the monsters. Uh, he finds out a little bit of the history on the place, has animals dying. You know, in episode two, we go through some of the the more paranormal stuff. He's got the ent- entity that's in the house. He had the uh, the guys come to try to cleanse it. Uh, he's had some alien encounters at this point. Uh, he took a doppelganger on a date. Took a good doppelganger on a date. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this guy, this guy's had everything thrown at him, and he's I, still like, you know, I ain't I leaving. Did share a small snippet of the video of his. Okay, uh, good. When he's talking on the webcam doing the interview, yeah, and it's just like a two minute uh, clip and it's slow motion. But I just want to let everybody know, like that interview was like two and a half hours long, and that didn't occur until like an hour and seventeen minutes into the video. So if you're trying to fake something, you think you just do it right off the rip because people lose interest and tune out. Yeah. For also, sure. another thing is. Like in the accounts that I've read, John had said that he had set cameras up in his house and these entities were pretty aware to stay off of them. Oh, no shit. Kind of, yeah. He's been stated that he's tried to set up, but they're smart enough to. See, and that's interesting because they may not have realized that he was he on was a on webcam. webcam. Yeah. That's what I thought too. Yeah. No, that's a good point. So I don't that's know. That's a good point. And it's, I don't. It's weird. Well, the weird thing is, is I. Don't know if I got into it yet or not. I don't think I did, but I'll save it just in case. But remember the video and remember how, if you've seen it, how the entity comes into your field of view there, because there is an ironic correlation later on, because I don't believe I've talked about it yet, but if I have, we'll get to it later on anyways, but nevertheless. Uh, So today we're going to pick up with... The men in black. And I mean, of course, of course, you have all this shit going on. Of course, the men in black are going to show up. Why wouldn't they, right? Exactly. So one day, John is outside, and he's tinkering on some shit, and his neighbor comes over. And he wanted some advice on cleaning guns. Well, at this point, John, he's kind of a gun connoisseur, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So John went inside. He broke out all of his own personal guns. And they sat down at the back picnic table, cracked open some beers, started chatting and cleaning guns. Kind of like the American thing to do. It's good old boy yeah. shit. Yeah. It's like one of my afternoons, what I enjoy doing. When all of a sudden, a black SUV pulled up. I feel like the uh, mood of the afternoon would change if that happened. A oh, little bit, a little bit. <laughs> I think you'd be, yeah, you'd be like, what's, what's going on? Not beating a dead horse, but after all the egress stuff that we're yeah. dealing with, was dealing with, that probably... It's still current. Changed the mood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Back to the story at hand. So, Black SUV pulls up. Two men get out in black suits, black sunglasses, black fedoras, in the middle of the fucking desert. So, this is strange. And as you can imagine with a ranch style property at the end of John's driveway was a big cattle gate and the men approached the gate and then just walked right through it. Like it didn't exist. So of course, John's kind of like, okay, <laughs> you know, this is interesting. 
It's going to be one of them afternoons, huh? What the f- What did his neighbor say? I don't know yet. Probably nothing. His neighbor, uh, now we're getting to it, his neighbor even seen the men phase through the gate, and apparently he was just just confused and jaw dropped. He was just like, uh. But I mean, I, at this point, you think John was that that amazed at it? No, this is just like a Thursday afternoon. That's what I'm saying. Like I, like I said, I figure he was probably like, "Oh, it's gonna be one of them afternoons." I was just curious because I know in the past couple episodes, then like everyone around the farm right knew weird shit was going on. Yeah, no one wanted to come out and work on it. No one wanted to have any part of it. I was just wondering if his neighbor was just like, "Well, yeah, that's kind of part of the course around Stardust." Yeah, I mean. (laughs) Well, anyways, back to the story. John got to thinking, and what ended up baffling him was that as these men would walk across the desert floor, their feet would kick up dust, but yet they could pass through a solid metal gate. It didn't make much sense to him. He said the men's skin looked like uncooked chicken. (laughs) That's fucking gross. Right? (laughs) He said the, uh, and he even said that the SUV had government plates on it. So, I mean, further tying it to your your men in black, I've never really heard the uncooked chicken skin, but I will note that for future reference because I've got hunches. Anyways, um, so the men approach him, and John, being John and just a hospitable guy, he's like, "Can I help you, gentlemen?" One of the men apparently gets right up to john's face with his chicken skin and said all right buddy you're gonna stop posting articles online because i guess with all this crazy shit going on john had been on online forums talking with like mufon and other people (coughs) just trying to get a little bit more of a grasp on the things that were happening around his ranch so this guy you know tells him he's like all right you're gonna stop you're going to stop posting articles, and that's the bottom line. And John's like, what? And he said the guy in the exact same tone as before and went ahead and repeated the exact same sentence, almost like it was on like a fucking repeat. Playback. Playback, yeah. And then they just turned around and walked back through the gate, didn't open it. They walked back through it, <laughs> Dang, got, time got in their car, the gate. which... I wish he would have been a little more specific about that. I wonder if they opened the car doors because that would be even stranger. It is weird. If you had the ability just to walk through shit. Unless it has something specifically to do with the ranch. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) What if the ranch is like some kind of covert government facility that they know about? Well, I do know that there is a lot more going on the ranch than meets the eye. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Like they could be completely physically human beings you know, stirring up dust when they walk, but say the ranch isn't what you think it is. What if the oh, whole totally. ranch is like a fucking hologram or some shit? The ranch is totally not what you think it is. Cause I that, think it's fucking I don't even think scary as shit. This, and this will conclude Stardust Ranch for a smidgen. We will revisit it, and we will get back into... And we will visit it in real life. I would like to. I would if actually go. It would be scary as fuck, but I would do it. We can afford it, and someone can put us in contact with the new owners. Yeah, let's go. So... That'd be terrible. Um, Back to the story again. Sorry, guys. Like I said, it's 
first time we recorded yeah. in like a month, it's right. going to be a fucking shit show. Yeah, and we don't we, know we don't see do. each other very often. So, so anyways, uh, you know, they went back to the gate, phased through it, get back in the car, leave. Not long after, a horse got taken out, but fate unwinds in a weird way. One day, John is driving through a town a little bit before Christmas when he gets behind a truck. And the truck is packed to the brim. It's completely full, tons of shit in it. Well, he's following this truck, and when the truck hits a bump, a couple of items fall out of the truck. So... Once again, John being hospitable and just a nice guy, he you know he starts talking his horn, flashing his lights at this person like, "Hey man, you know you 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 need to pull over," but they don't either. They don't see it and don't hear him, or they just don't give a shit or whatever. But it doesn't matter. They keep on going. So John stops to get all the stuff out of the road. He picks. You know, he starts going through the items, and one of the items was a vintage samurai sword in the sheath. So John, you know, he's like, well, fuck, I mean, it's a sword. I'm going to keep it, right? It's, it's a sword. I'll try to find the owners, but it's a sword. So It's like you can't even make this shit up No, you can't. Story. You can't, dude. You just, it's fucking crazy. So John, he, he gets the sword, and he takes it home, puts it under his bed, and at this point, he's like, all right, no more bats, bitch. It's no more blunt objects in this house. And, Samurai John. You know, after going just a previous thing there, how I said the sword, or the, the sword, the, the horse got taken out. Well, after the mutilation of this horse, John started to see grays all over the ranch. He, he said, imagine seeing someone, here it is, right here. This is the link that... I made to the movie or the the video Steve posted and just check it out. So John is going to describe how these grays would come in into his field of vision. Basically he said, imagine seeing someone peek from behind a shower curtain. That's kind of how they would do it. They would just come in and out of our reality. He says that if you seen them peek in, in, they would go back. So it'd almost be like them peeking around a corner. And if you seen them, they'd be like, Poop. Yep. Nope, I'm going to go hide again. Fucking hide behind. Yeah. But if they didn't catch you looking at them, then they would step through into our world. So I, I found that kind of interesting after we watched that, that video, because that's exactly what the entity does in the video. Yeah. You can see, if you watch it, you can see like, you can see his shoulder, the entity's shoulder come out yeah. from behind the the doorway, I guess it is, behind John's right shoulder, I guess. And you see it moving a little bit, and then all of a sudden you see the face. Look out, and it's like, oh shit, yeah. been caught right back. Go back. It's kind of, kind of interesting. Um, Well, one day when John was home, John was sitting on the couch working on a motorcycle gas tank when he felt the pressure change in the room. John had a pretty good uh, feeling he knew what was going to happen, so he just stayed calm. He didn't react, but he knew they were coming. He even went and changed the channel and began to look 
you know, as he's changing the channel on the TV to kind of like keep this covert stance, he's using his peripheral vision to look around. That he knows. And sure as shit, he said right then he saw one of them peek through into in his sunroom. Then he ended up seeing, I guess at that point, they're like, oh, this guy ain't watching, so now's the time to do it, boys. Three of them come out. And, well, John's like, all right, all right. Yeah, let's play. You want to play? Let's play. So he gets up, just completely ignores that side of the house, walks into the bedroom, grabs a samurai sword, <laughs> and he hides in the hallway. And John's kind of sitting there behind the, the wall thinking, you know, and he's like, all right, I got it. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get him. So all of a sudden, John, bum rushed him. He just busts around the corner, starts hacking that sword, and he cuts one of their fucking heads right off. Bing! Thing hits the ground. Got him. The other two are like, shit, and they just phase out. They're out. And you're done. They're like, damn, this changes everything. <laughs> He figured I, it out. I if you watch the video, you can see that John is like late fifties. He looks like he's OG. Damn, Jake the Snake Roberts is who he looks like. That's it is. In my brain, I see this older man. Hey, Hollow Colt. The weather's getting nice, and you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season, and the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tacovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, Regular leather boots, they they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin hollow sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Crouching down with his samurai sword, creeping through his house in his yep. slippers, <laughs> just ready to roll. And he comes around that corner just swinging, <laughs> and he, he got one of them. Is, this, is, is John's wife still alive? Because I, don't know. I can see this going fucking terrible. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no shit. So, anyways, uh, I mean, John, he's not dumb. He grabs the body up, wraps it in plastic, puts it in the freezer. Joyce gets yeah, home. Evidence. And she notices this weird brownish liquid all over the place. So she's like, John, what happened? And John, John, you know, explains it to her. It's of not course. what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, it's what it looks like, but it's not what it looks it's not like. Not what it looks like, but it is. So at this point, John does the smart thing. He grabs samples of the blood and tissue, I believe, and he sends them off to be tested. Since this this incident, many attempts have been made on John's life by unknown entities. He was in his shed one day, just tinkering on shit like you would when you're living out on the ranch, and a sniper round just rips through the shed, almost hitting him in the head. So John freaks out just like anybody would. He runs inside and calls the cops. Well, the cops come out, do their investigation, don't really find a whole lot. Later on, John and Joyce were walking to their vehicle. And then all of a sudden, automatic gunfire started coming at them from what John claims is about the estimated spot the sniper round had come from. So once again, he, you know, him and Joyce, they hide behind the, the vehicles this time and he calls the cops. And this is definitely a real account because even the neighbors heard the gunfire this time. They heard all the automatic guns going off and the neighbors ended up calling the cops as well. So the cops came in full force. Like everybody comes out. So run this back a minute. You've got the MIB that comes out and warns him to keep your mouth shut. Stop posting shit on internet forums. Then we have alien encounter kill Bill in his house where he dismantles an alien and sends the tissue off. So I'm assuming at this point, whatever party is involved here is like, all right, we done warned you. We gave you a warning to stop. You sliced our homie's head off. Well, not only that, but now he has physical evidence. True. It's not just him True. being crazy, getting on the internet and talking shit. He actually has evidence, which would give the reason. I mean, it's pretty brazen to just start shooting at him, but that's what they did. Now, the question is what, who would have made the attempt on his life like that? I don't necessarily think that it would be the men in black. I feel like the men in black have a lot better ways of dispatching people than sniper rounds. But nevertheless, it's a, it's definitely a change of pace on the ranch. Now we will switch gears. And this is a pretty odd connection because we talked about it previously, Skinwalker Ranch, right? Yeah. And the, prospects of people who've owned the ranch well as as luck would have it a one mr rob bigelow has apparently tried many many times to buy the ranch from john weird but every time that he makes an offer to john he's always lowballing the shit out of him and john also says that bigelow is a fucking scumbag well so you know well then John is convinced that Bigelow is actually doing the opposite of what he claims. He thinks Bigelow is helping cover up these places. Interesting. Yep. 
he thinks that Bigelow is buying them and inevitably giving them to the government. John even let Bigelow come out on the agreement if they found something that the ranch would now be worth X amount of dollars. So, you know, it's basically like, you know, Bigelow coming in and be like, I'll give you 10 grand for the ranch. And John's like, you're an idiot. How about you come out, investigate, and if we find proof of what you're looking for, well, now the value of the ranch is up here. So Bigelow did just that. He's like, all right, let's do this. Bigelow came out, did his thing. They researched, investigated, and he ended up calling a few days later saying, all right, dude, I, I want the ranch, and I want it bad. Like, I've got to have this place. But once again, he comes in with a low-ball offer. Classic Bigelow. Right. So at this point, John's, John's done. He basically tells Bigelow to go fuck himself. <laughs> He's like, I'm done with you. I'm, I'm done. I'm not doing this, this shit. But ironically enough, John also says that to this day, he still gets phone calls from Bigelow trying to buy the ranch. I'm because I just I'm looking this up as Kyle's uh, going through his research here, and it's on the ranch is on a realtor site. It's off listing, but it's it's on the realtor site for like four hundred thousand dollars. Really? But there's a whole bunch of uh, Google pages where it's saying that John's asking five million dollars. Yeah. Ranch, which first thing I want to put a point out is I'm looking here at Google Earth on the ranch. In my brain, I was picturing this motherfucker out in the middle of nowhere. It probably used to be. But it definitely is not. Not anymore. Because when you said that that sniper round hit, I'm like, well, you know, there's just out in the middle of the Nevada desert. There ain't going to be any mountains or anything to stop right. bullets. But it's a pretty, there's like 10 houses around Stardust here. Some of them look relatively new in comparison to the ranch house itself. Yeah, which, but, I mean, you got, like, there's a city over here. I'll be damned. It's not far. No. It's pretty close. Interesting. That was my first thing. I'm like, is this motherfucker out in the middle of nowhere? That's what I would have assumed. But another thing that I was reading up, I know we're not at the end of the story here. I'll just save it until we get to that. Okay. I just wanted to point it out that the ranch is not in the middle of nowhere. It's pretty close to a, uh, like a suburban area yeah it's uh that's interesting yeah it's not f- like because you think when weird shit happens it's gonna be out in the middle of nowhere but like there's a whole entire fucking city just right uh, yeah stones throw right yeah it's not far at all and i'm sure that's a more, more modern i mean look he's got solar panels on his roof now yeah. so i mean yeah i'm sure that you know over the course of time i mean it People happen. I mean, it is what it is. The people, you know, yeah, they they move in and expand cities and shit. It's what we do. But uh, you know, back to the story. You remember those uh, the blood samples and shit? Well, he and he he actually did send them off. The samples ended up coming back, and I guess he sent them to this doctor Levengood. And the blood stated that it had pure hemoglobin in it, which was found at the 
the same cattle mutilation sites, which is fucking really weird. That is weird. And he said, this Dr. Levengood also said that there appears to be segment rods in the blood, which apparently haven't ever been seen before. Or at least Dr. Levengood has never seen them before. He also noted that the skin looks like segmented grass. Whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. I'm not a medical doctor. I mean, I can kind of, I can picture it, but either way. Now, in talking with this Dr. Levengood, he was extremely excited about the samples that he was given. He was like, John, we have the smoking gun without question. We have the proof that aliens are fucking real. What do you think happened? The, do- the doctor dies and the sample disappears. <laughs> but it's exactly what happens. Oh, weird. Not long after fucking mystery. Dr. Levengood dies. And classic. According to the autopsies and stuff, it seems to have happened from natural causes. Of course. And I mean, Dr. Levengood was elderly. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, did the sample naturally cause itself out of existence? Right. Kind of strange. So, you know, at this point, you're you're kind of like, you know, okay, well, where's the proof? Ticking where's, off the conspiracy boxes. Where Where's the proof at? What's, what's going on? John states that I know what you're thinking. I know, I know why, why did you wait so long? Why didn't you do this or that? And he explains, and it it feels super honest to me. And for those, like, I, I saw that somebody went out and bought the book, and that's fucking cool. That is awesome. The fun. book is fantastic, and I, I'm not kidding you. I'm halfway through it. We will revisit Stardust again, I promise you. But, like, in re- like I said, in reading his the way he talks in this book, I feel like the dude's genuine, and... When it comes to this, you know, here he says, I don't expect you to believe anything I'm saying. I'm just simply telling you exactly how it is. He said, in in the world of exopolitics, it is one of the most surveil, surveyed, controlled, and feared groups on the planet. Why do you know why do things disappear in the UFO world? Why do people suddenly get cold feet? Why does evidence evidence go missing? Why did a drunk driver drive up onto a sidewalk to run over John Mack while giving a lecture in London? Why do abductees have their memories wiped? Why would the next academic at Harvard to publish on abductions after John Mack completely and utterly contradict his work? John stood up to the men in black and his wife has had terrible things happen to her that he has to deal with because he made those choices that had that outcome. John makes a point in saying that the general public is like like the Neanderthals and the government are like the Homo sapien. And we all know what happened to the Neanderthals. See ya. And I mean that's that's kind of where I'm gonna end this now because I feel like it was a fair a fair note, but there was something that I, I remember in reading this, and that was probably my favorite description with John is that in his alien battles, because there was not just one, he had many, 
I can't remember. <laughs> I'll have to. It. I'll have to try to remember his estimated count of Google that, Steve. If there's an estimated count, googling of John's alien slays, but in his description and fighting it, he he like so. Okay, check it out. Hits him in the head with a baseball bat. Can't kill him. Shoot him in the face with an AK-47. Can't kill him. What does kill him? Gra- uh, grabbing a vintage samurai sword and cutting their heads off will kill him. Also, John noted, and I, I suggest you people write this stuff down just in case. So you got the samurai sword that works. You also can pick the aliens up by their ankles and smash them off the walls oh, until yes. they die. So you can hit them in the head with a baseball bat, and it doesn't kill them. Yes. But if you hit their head like a baseball bat, it does kill them. Yeah. Gotcha. You got to grab them by the ankles, and then you start beating them off of everything until they fucking die. I can't find an actual number. But I know, I think I read that it was in the 20. Oh, he has killed 18 extraterrestrials with a samurai sword while living in the home. That's samurai sword kills. Yeah, that's samurai sword. <laughs> He's got pictures of scars he said he's received fighting them. I believe him. Whether or not he hit himself with the samurai sword. <laughs> it's possible. Anything's possible. My thing is here. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Okay, play, let's go. I'm going to play skeptic. Let's right? go. So you look at his ranch prior to coming out with all of this. Mm-hmm. You look at comparable homes in the area. They're all about 500,000. Right. 400, 500,000. Old dude breaks his alien attack story. Goes all over the internet with it. What does he want to sell his ranch for? Million bucks. Five million, Five million bucks. bucks. Yeah. Ten times it. Right. If it's that bad and you want to get away that much, why would you increase the, the <laughs> price tenfold? Um, I, I will, like it, I will I counter mean, that. It's I'll, like he's making his brand. You know what right, I mean? Right, okay. But I'll counter it with maybe he knows what he's got. Maybe he knows that this proves a lot of shit. Yeah, I mean, and I'll, I'll, I'll play on the other side of that as well. Maybe he wants whoever's buying it to know what they're getting into. Absolutely, yeah, for he sure. He doesn't want some... some Brand new family. Uh, that would make sense as why you would raise it so high that exactly. the average family can't afford it. There to you where, you, where yeah. you know sure. what you're getting into. For sure. Yeah, that makes sense. And then, like like I was saying, it, he also <laughs> knows what it's worth because it, he, he might, and if he's if he's balls deep in all this stuff, he knows he knows the number one people that who are going to come looking at that house. Yeah, dudes like Bigelow. Exactly. He knows they're going to be government related, so why not? Why not stick it back to the government and get yours while you can? Did he has he sold the property? I have not. I don't know. I haven't found that out yet. He does have a lot of really long scars. I'm gonna send him a friend request on Facebook. Hell yeah, dude. Let's talk to him. Oh, you can't. He's already got that many. I can follow him though. He's already got too many people. Yeah. Just message him. See if he wants to talk and hang out. Be like, yo, you want to come on the podcast? You never heard of? Bought your book, dog. That would be sick as fuck to get him on the podcast, though. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, 
I mean, it is weird that, like I said, he's kind of building his own brand before he sells it. If he's really that worried about his old lady getting murdered and shit, you think he'd be like, oh, I'll take whatever the fuck I put into it and get the fuck out of here. He's also a stubborn guy. Yeah. That's, that's you know, proof right there. I'm telling you that this isn't the end of, this is not the end of Stardust Ranch. I just need to see if he still lives there. I don't know. Just call him up. Just call him up and get at him, dude. I wouldn't talk to me if I were him. But, you know, a little precursor for things to come. Uh, they figure out. They ended up, He ends up finding out what and where these grays are coming from. Oh, shit. Why they're there. He lived in Illinois. He yeah. originally. Uh, yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. It's been a minute, though. He uh, he he figures out the type of grays that are living there. He gets help from people in communicating with them. Um, and that, that in itself is a fantastic story. And it has so many deep links to Nazi UFOs. The whole Nazi, you know, uh, look into the occult and shit like that. It just has a lot of spinoffs. There's a lot of stuff going on at this place. Oh, shit, I can. I'm going to send him an ad request just to see. Do it. Fuck it. Let's go. We're going to see if he takes it. That'd be dope. Why not? I don't know. And I don't know why he wouldn't because the book was fantastic. Yeah, I'm just going to be yeah. like, yeah. You're going to look like that? You Chris Pratt? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna Come say. Oh. He, he accepts my friend request. <laughs> say what? Yeah, send this, him send him that if he accepts our friend request. This says he's killed 19 aliens with samurai swords. So he's averaging at least up almost. I'm a 20. gonna say he's between head smashes. Oh and yeah, I forgot. I forgot head smashes. Decapitations. He's over 20. Yeah, for sure. He's in the double digits. Could you imagine? No. Like I'm having. Gonna, I'm gonna stop you right there and just say no. Having to fight gray aliens like that dude and that that's not even the part that fucks me up the worst like if you see a gray alien that's you know it's the enemy yeah and it's mimicking your old lady and it's so good to the point to where you take it out to fucking dinner right tune into the second part two if you don't know what i'm talking about what if you end up tagging that thing and you got alien babies running all over the goddamn place you're you're solely responsible for alien human hybrids wouldn't that be the kicker and then you get some interdimensional child support. Yeah. <laughs> you 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 have birthed and you not personally, but your your doppelganger wife has birthed an interdimensional oh, alien shit. hybrid and now you're responsible for raising it. If we ever get to talk to him, I'm asking him if one of them had sex with a doppelganger doppelganger. He might not even fucking know. That's, That's the worst true part. too. Yeah, fuck. I didn't think. What if? What if? What if we end up driving him crazy? If he's, he's like, oh shit, dude. What like, if? I don't know. What if his actual old lady was the one he took to the restaurant? Oh shit! Here we go. And then the doppelganger was the one who was like, "Where are you? Where are you?" Right. So he he, he ghosted on his, old, his lady. old lady, and now she's living in Nantucket with some new old man, and he's hanging out with the doppelganger seems- alien. Well, no, Double. because the doppelganger at the restaurant got black eyes. So what? I mean, if you wanted if, to really run, if you me, bounced on your, if you bounced on Shauna, she get black eyes too. Yeah, probably, she'd be pissed. She'd be like, "You dumb son of a bitch!" <laughs> Especially if you stuck her with the bill. True, she would stab you. Typical Kyle move. <laughs> Typical Kyle. <laughs> 
But it's it's a fantastic story. I wish I wish I had five million three years ago because I would have smoked that motherfucker, bought it. Of course you would. <laughs> right out there. <laughs> I, you get out there and he's like, "You're not. You're not with. I expected that to have yeah, five I'd million be like, dollars. I'd be like, you better get your shit out of here and not put it in the pool because yeah. I'm moving in. Heard that story. Because <laughs> because when. When the story first broke and you hear the guy walking down the road with the machete, like I pictured it out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. But it is, it's, it's like a. Well, it could have, it could have been back then. It could have been. I don't know. That's an awful lot of subdivision. Maybe surprised. That's true. Like I could see if if this here if this here was not. Well, I can't fucking work this trackpad. So whatever. Oh, cool. I guess I'll just nailed it. Okay, like if this stuff here, you're still maybe five hundred yards out of town, because that's pretty. Yeah, that's a town. Yeah, yeah. Even if you cancel it off that side of it, you yeah, still have because this looks a little bit more like main town right through yeah. here. You still got. Cause it goes all the way up in here. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, you I mean, still I don't be know. on the outskirts. If like if all this wasn't here, you'd still kind of be semi out in the middle of nowhere. But yeah, still close enough to. Cause I when like the sniper shot, I'm like, man, maybe it was just somebody out, you know, shooting guns, being semi irresponsible, and one went through the shed because shit like that does happen. It can happen, especially sure. in the middle of the desert. Right. Yeah. But. The fact that he's so close to town kind of fucking fucks with me. Nah, it don't fuck with me. No, I mean, not in a negative light, because, I mean, everybody, and, and it leads credence, because everybody around the town's like, yeah, that property's pretty fucked up. That's true, too. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that. You know what I mean? It gives a lot more um, availability for witnesses. Yeah, it's... Interesting. Oh, it's, a weird, it's a weird story. It's a weird, weird story, but it's fantastic. Hopefully it accepts my friend request. I just... I just died when I read that part about him. He's like, yeah, I just pick him up by the ankles and smack him <laughs> off everything. Swing it. I'm like, no fucking way. <laughs> He's OG, boy. <laughs> like, imagine like, imagine becoming so comfortable to the point where you're just like, I'm picking this little shit up by his ankles and I'm going to smash him off everything. We'll save some bullets is what I'm doing. <laughs> That's dope. Oh, dude, I love it. It is, a, it is just an awesome story. So good. It makes me want to just go out and be like, yo, we'll give you 500 bucks if you let us stay the night at your ranch. And It'll around. probably be one of the worst 500 bucks we've ever spent. You think so? You don't think anything would happen? No, I think things would well, happen. You think we'd fight, we fight aliens all night. Yeah. I mean, either way. As long as as long as long they have the... Ex maybe well, if... I don't know. They scar the fuck out of him, though. Maybe if I post a TikTok video of us fighting aliens, it'll go viral. Oh, I'm sure it would. I think so. No, everybody would probably say it's fake. That's also true. But we could act like old school WWE wrestlers. Suplex And them. fight. Well, yeah, we could easily suplex a yeah. three-foot gray alien. They it would not be hard. Heavy. No. If he can swing them like and, a baseball bat. And they're, bat. they're top-heavy, too. So. If he can swing them like a baseball bat, I can powerbomb one of those. That's what I'm saying. Guaranteed. <laughs> we have derailed. We apologize oh for God. this podcast. We're Give getting back in the swing of things. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you kick in the door of Stardust Ranch and you spit water like Triple H. I will. I will. Door. I will. <laughs> if I had the opportunity, I would pedigree a, a gray alien. Are you ready? Oh, dude, it'd be so good. It would be so fucking good. 
And then I mean it would it would just play to it because then he would turn in Jake the Snake. Mm-hmm. And it would just DDT everybody. Yeah, it'd be like an ultimate tag team championship be for the for the interdimensional title. Just turned into a wrestling podcast. We did shout out. Fucking <laughs> sick. WWE. We give them the the angle. <laughs> They're probably gonna sue me for saying the that. angle ankle lock <laughs> with their tiny little skinny legs. <laughs> Hey, my life. Oh, hey. we, we got to end this. Imagine giving them uh, like a figure four or something. <laughs> Just tie their legs into a pretzel. <laughs> Try to run away now. You just, do you just tie his legs around your ankle and drag him around? Walk around with it. It'd be like dragging a ball and chain. You just got a fat head. No, it'd, be like one, it'd be like one of them skip-its. <laughs> We've derailed. We, we apologize to all of our serious listeners. <laughs> Kyle is. Oh god, I'm crying. I'm laughing so hard. That was so anyway, good. Anyway, this is where I'm gonna wrap it up. Yeah, we're done. So, thanks for checking checking us out today. Tune in to all our social medias. Check out that TikTok at Hollow Sky Podcast. We're gonna have alien skippets. And yeah, I don't fucking know. Tune in next week. I got a dope story about a similar incident to the Dyatlov Pass, so get ready to oh, listen great. to me butcher a whole bunch of Russian names. Oh, another Russian. Dude, it's weird. Great. So until then, check us out. Stay weird. Stay safe. And if you come into contact with an interdimensional being and you need to fight it off, tie its legs around your leg and use it as a skip. <laughs>